Hey, beautiful people. It's your boy, Rashad. I want to thank everybody for supporting me in this podcast journey. I definitely want to thank those who share and give feedback. It really means a lot. There's another way you can help, though, and make this podcast better. That's better audio, more guests, and ads. Head over to my Patreon page and subscribe. Any donation is appreciated. It's a way to get me better. Head over to Patreon and follow me at King Rashad. Peace, blessings, and love. Good evening, beautiful people. This is the Beard of Throne Podcast. I'm your host, Nair Rashad. Thank you for joining me. At this time, I need you to sit back and relax. Grab your wine or a strong, stiff drink, and we're going to do this. Hey, beautiful people. I hope you're doing well tonight. As you know, I'm your host, Rashad. Tonight, I have a special guest with me, Miss Luna. Welcome, ma'am. How are you tonight? Thank you so much. I'm very well. How are you doing? I'm well, I'm well. That's great to hear. Um, So tonight, we will be diving into an interesting topic. We will be discussing kinks. Fun. So... I have just recently got introduced to a lot of kinks. Some things I didn't even know were kinks, um, which is which is kind of cool because I guess it doesn't like single anybody out um, because a lot of people don't know that the things they are into is considered a kink. So that's true. Yeah, so I'm definitely um, definitely excited about this stuff tonight. So um, the first topic we'll be jumping into will be BDSM. Um, now I spoke about it before, uh, as it becoming an, an up, um, an up and rising thing, especially like in the black community, um, because we've always looked at it as something weird that white people do. (laughs) Unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, but it's very, it's very, um, it's some very interesting things in, um, especially when it comes to. Uh, just the the sexual aspects of the of the features of BDSM, um, and I I think I recently I, I took a um, I took a a poll online where it's like you can actually go in. Yeah, and, I know uh, the poll you're talking about. Yeah. It, gives, it gives you your BDSM score, right? Yeah. I don't really remember it. I just know like I was I was highly dominant um, and it was like partial, partial sub. So it's like I don't know the percentage, but it did have it in there. So it's like, I guess I can be submissive (laughs) at the right at the right point. Um, But um, I I think it's important to acknowledge that BDSM has so many different facets. You know, like when we we say BDSM, a lot of people just think like domination, submission. Mm -hmm. But there's also like dominant daddies and like dominant mommies and like little girls, little boys. They're also brats. Mm -hmm. Um, There are also people who are into pain or degradation or humiliation. And that's like a specific kink. And that all falls under the, the umbrella of BDSM, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not just chains and whips. It's also just, especially like finding a way to put somebody into that submissive space mentally as Correct. well as physically. I think is like one of the highlights of like be, being a good dom mm-hmm. in the BDSM aspect. Yeah, right. I um, and that's what I learned um over time. Uh, because I mean, let's face it, a lot of us got our introduction to BDSM from Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> which was which was pretty horrible um <laughs> but um when you actually dive into it it's definitely uh more in depth than that and um i learned about i learned about you know different different aspects of it when it comes to that because i i too was one that believed a long time ago that that's all bdsm was was pain and whips and chains and it sounded like slavery, so I was like, <laughs> so I was like, I was like, yeah, I don't really think I wanna, I don't wanna get into that. But um, 
I, I think it's important to acknowledge BDSM is one of it's a space where vulnerability and like no it's a no judgment zone. It's one of those few spaces I think in our humanity where like that's very present, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um I know one of the um so I I I, I took a few um <coughs> excuse me. I took a few uh things from I guess a few branches of the BDSM that I wanted to talk with you about. Um, the first one being bondage. Um, now I did notice that a lot of people like being tied up in um, the aspect of ropes, um, not in a, I guess a demonic way. Uh, right. So just, so basically like, you know, um, using using ropes to i guess the um i saw something about the nylon of the rope or the texture yes. of the rope being a turn on yes. yeah so it being a turn on and i um it was it was really it was really interesting because i was like i i didn't know that that was one of the things that you know really turned people on was you know i, I have experience with bondage play mm-hmm and I understand what you mean by the nylon. Um, nylon rope is the ideal rope to use for rope play. Mm -hmm. And with rope play, it's really about not being in control. Like okay. you're, you, you have no access. You can't move. If you had anything went wrong, you can't get up and just leave. You know, like, right. it's really you're in a position where you have to 100% trust the person, and in a way that's like a turn on as well because you know that you're safe, and the person has full access to your body to do with you as he or she pleases you know mm -hmm. so yeah but for the line on rope it's really about how it feels across your skin mm -hmm. um it's like with each like wrap around whatever body part you are is like constant submission it's that feeling of constantly like letting go of your faculties and like your autonomy and your freedom in mm -hmm. a way and so, like consciously submitting to that with each like tying of the rope so okay. <laughs> that's the way i see it Gotcha. Um, yeah, I, um, I haven't really experienced much with the um, with bondage. I know that. Um, I mean, it's 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 pretty simple. Um, but there are different techniques to actually tying the rope, which was which was pretty which was pretty uh, which was pretty cool. Because it, yes. it was not, it was not just like oh yeah you just wrap the rope around you no, and that's it. No, no, you have to have the right knots. Like, Correct. It's it's a it's a cool little hobby. It's called shibari. That's the, like I think the official name, okay. and it's really about learning how to mold the rope to fit the person's body mm -hmm. using different knots, and you have to know the knots mm -hmm. really. So there's also that's also a turn on. Like if you have a good um, person who knows how to rope tie you up with rope, mm -hmm. it's a turn on knowing that the person like just seeing how intricate the knots are. You're not just like get tying in a bowl like no. Right. It's, the knots are pretty intricate. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely that was definitely one of the interesting things about it. It was like, because I was just like, well, how does how does this even happen? Like, how do you even get the rope to do that? And it was just like, I have yet to sit down and actually watch a video of somebody do it. But I was like, I really want to sit down and watch that because it was just it was kind of cool to to see that. Um, yes. So I definitely want to I definitely want to look deeper into that. Um, I don't know if I don't know if I'm I'm I'm, I'm okay with being tied up yet. <laughs> I like being I like being in control. So yeah, yeah, I like being in control. So yeah, I like being in control. So me me being tied up just uh, doesn't work for me just yet. <laughs> now the one that um that gets talked about often is um dominant and submissive. Yes. So the two. The two work together, but they're yeah. so different. Um, they play off each other. Right, it's right, like right. It's of a different size of a coin, really. Right. Now, it's just... So, I always wonder, like, can you have two dominants and two submissives? Or does that just not work? I think you can. I'm mm -hmm. personally a switch. Um, I have experience both as a dominant and as a submissive mm -hmm. and i think it really depends on the person that you are with and what kind of character they bring out in you mm 
Mm-hmm. So as a woman, I prefer to be submissive, to be honest. Um, it's, it feels natural and normal for me to give control up to a man. But it also has to be a certain kind of man because I'm not just going to be submissive to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, there's that aspect. And it's it's kind of like a fight of power. It's a power struggle. And mm-hmm. it's a conscious like submission. Like, okay, you win. <laughs> you know? right. like, yeah. Now- so I think it's very possible. It's just communication. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I've 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 seen um different versions of I'm guessing the dominant because on certain instances it's borderline abusive. Oh, um, what kind of dominance are you looking into? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. I'm saying like I I don't know if you've seen um well it's mainly portrayed in movies and porn. Okay. Give me. Can you give me an example of? So, like, so for instance, um, yeah. this movie that everybody's watching now, uh, the three three hundred and sixty five days. That is terrible. That is a terrible movie. It, that's what I'm saying. So it's like in that in that type of aspect, like that would be something that in my head it, it looks more abusive than a person uh-huh. like taking control of a situation. No, it that just. Is abuse. That's what I'm saying. So it's like. So so that's what I mean. So it's like you have the people that think like that's the way that it's supposed to go when it's when it's really not no <laughs> so it's just, no. and then and then you have the um the more creepier version of it which i thought which i thought the guy in 50 shades of gray was um it was it was definitely a, a creepier version of a dominant um where it was uh you know stalking and things like that and i think it's just i think it just gives it a bad rep um, it does, yeah. Um, I mean, Hollywood loves to sensationalize things, so oh. they take a r- random story and, like, you know, like, ex- like put all that extra shit in there, just like sell. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. That's not what a normal domination, dom and sub relationship is like. That shouldn't be like that. And if it is like that, then it's something that the sub has to have, like, actually be okay with. You know, there's some women. Or there's some men in submissive situations who enjoy their partner taking 100% control of their life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, that's a turn on for them. They don't want to have to worry about things like eating. There's also, you know, there, there's so many ways to do that. So, like, I don't know. For me, I think that is abuse, but that's not a proper representation of what domination submission actually is. And see, that's what I thought. But I, I just, I thought I could be wrong, but... Yeah, I just I've always looked at that like uh, this is this is a bit extreme. Yeah, I, I think it falls down to independent, uh, I guess, sex educators, people who are very sex positive on social media and whatever platform they choose to like, talk about sex to, to teach people these things, because the media is not about to inform people, you know, education. You're not about to learn this in school. But I think there's, this is a very deep need in human instinct to right. want to dominate or to want to submit or to tread the fine line of bdsm whatever it is your kink is right. it's something that i think everybody has and a lot of people are shy to get into it or they're scared of that side of themselves because they don't even know where to start you know it's mm-hmm. that kind of feeling like this is a wrong thought and i shouldn't be thinking about it and it's done you know and right it's not yeah completely understand um now we're in we're gonna go into the the m of bdsm which is sadism and i don't really know how to say the other word i don't want to mess it up um but it's must is it masochism 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 there we go okay yeah, see, I had already messed up. I should have. No, it's okay. I don't even. I'm not sure if I'm even saying it right. I think I hope I am. It might be, but um, but I I never um I never quite understood that part of it. Now I know it has a lot to do with um. It has a lot to do with like uh, I guess um, pain the pain part of it. Yes. So, um, when it comes to when it comes to that um. What is is so is there is there a such thing as too much? 
I mean, of course, like trying to kill the person. <laughs> Speaking of, you know, it's crazy that we're talking about this because I just saw this recently on Twitter. It was uh -huh. a dom. It was a this lady. She's a she's a dom. Mm -hmm. She's a sex working dom, and she had a client who I guess paid her to whip him, mm -hmm. but she whipped him to the point where it was inhumane. Oh wow. And, it was and it's it's different when you see it from the other side a woman doing it to a man and a man doing it to a woman you know it's like mm -hmm. it's still wrong on both ends but it was it was a different kind of um aggressive domination that was not that was abuse really right. but i don't think i don't think that's right so i think there's a fine line like mm -hmm. i don't know anything about snm honestly mm -hmm. i understand pain being a part of pleasure because I like to be spanked, you know. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, that's like the most I can I can ever understand for S and M. Right. People who like to like get cut or like put needles in them and like all that. I just no, I did see that. Fun. I did I did see it's cutting. I did see cutting, and I I was it was um. Or was it? It was either cutting or knife play. I, I'm not sure exactly. Knife, it's knife play. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that one was that one was a little much for me because I was like, I don't really know. I mean, you you might have you know, you might slip or something like that. You know, you never know. It, it's just I. I mean, I get I get the I get the um you know, the sensation of it, um, because it's all about it's all about what feels what feels good to your skin what what yeah. feels good to you what to touch yeah. um but it was just like those that was one of the things i was like eh, eh, nah but um but yeah like i i the s and m part i i really was um i was like mm. um i know that i i didn't i didn't i didn't even consider spanking to be a part of that but i guess there's different levels of spanking yeah, I mean impact play, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't. Yeah, they are different levels of spanking. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I mean, I've seen, I've seen it to the point where you know bruises are left. Um, yeah. No. I guess that would be considered S yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, so now I know you spoke about it earlier, but the switch. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that is going from you know being either submissive to dominate or dominant to submissive. Um, it's being a person who can embody both. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, um, I, I, I've always wanted to, uh, to be submissive to a woman. I just, I've never had, the, <laughs> I've never had the opportunity because it always, I guess, I guess being like, I'm a, I'm a big guy. So for me, it's always, oh, you're the dominant one. So it's like it's never, you know, oh, I want to be, I want to be the dominant one. You know, you be, you be the submissive tonight. So okay, but have you ever communicated that to your partner? I tried, I tried. I, I don't think I did a a fairly good job of it. So <laughs> that's something that I on on my next go around, I, I might have to try out. But um, yeah, it's never, it's never been, it's never been like I, I mean. It's never been so. I've never asked for it. It was told to me. I'll, I'll say that. So I was all. I was told that, you know, I want. They were gonna do this, that, and the third, and it, it started out, and then it just kind of tailed off, and then you know it kind of switched back to me. So it's like I never. I've never fully had the experience of, you know, being aggressed on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the, okay. yeah 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 so yeah, I, that's yeah I, i've i've never um i've never well, experienced it. have you purposefully looked at women who have experience with domination i, I haven't that, that i haven't could be what you're missing out on i i have not so yeah. i mean that could that could be that could be a way to go there's this website called fed life okay have you ever heard of it? I have not. Okay. Oh, great. Uh, FetLife. <laughs> it's, a, it's a website for, it's like Facebook, but for kinks and BDSM. Okay. So you go on there and you make a web a profile and you get to choose like what kind of status you are. Like if you're a dominant, if you're a submissive, if you're a known, all that. And then you get to connect with other people who have, who just share different kinks. It's a very sex positive, like social media platform. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I might check that out. 
I might check that out. Might be some interesting stuff on there. <laughs> a lot, a lot. Like it's it's one of those things where you sign up and you really understand. Like humans are many sexual beings, and uh-huh. it's it's a no shame place because people go in there and they really they're, they're very honest uh-huh. and and no judgment, low key judgment. Right. And, you know, some of the things are like, oh my god, like this is crazy. <laughs> like how can you like say this? Right. Stuff, you know? Right. Right. And, yeah. So. Okay. Um, now, I did see one important thing um, that I think anybody that's um, anybody that's doing this should definitely know, and that's the aftercare part of it. Oh yes, very um, important. Yeah, so I, I saw that. I saw that that was um, um, especially something that somebody you know getting into the the S and M part of it. Um, you know, definitely should be looking more into, um, especially, you know, if you're, if you're going to be inflicting force on somebody or inflicting pain, you should definitely make sure that they're okay afterwards. You know, it's like, you know, I, I, I think like, I think like it's, it's something that, you know, it's like, oh, well, they're, they're really into it. So why do I have to worry about, you know, if they're going to be okay or, if that if this is what they wanted, like why should I even have to worry about it? But I, I really feel like it's it's you know it's one of those things where you you definitely should worry about the person that you're you know you're 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 dealing with because if you let's say let's say you do something and like it's it's painful for them, but they they're they're in the moment not thinking about it, and then later on down you know later on you know that night. Or you know anything happened like that? That could be you know a damaging thing to them, and you never want that to be that to be a thing. But I think I think you can use that for for any situation, like even just regular sex. Like sometimes shit can get a little a little wild. <laughs> so so yeah, so you always want to make sure you know your partner's okay because you know shit happens. I think it takes a little bit of conscientiousness that like you have to mm-hmm. be someone who actually cares about other people you know, uh-huh. to be able to even give aftercare aftercare is important in all aspects of sex it doesn't matter BDSM, regular sex whatever it is i think aftercare is important with somebody you're sharing your body with you know uh-huh. um just making sure the person's fine and i think um i say this from the perspective of a female dominant uh-huh. um sometimes women we just think men are fine, you know, like like you said, like, oh well he asked for this, he wanted mm-hmm. me to fuck his ass, he wanted me to whip him and like mm-hmm. call him all these like degrading names and make him cry. Mm-hmm. And like after the sessions then you're like, Okay, thanks, bye, you know. You have you yes, this person has asked for this, but you have also made their fantasy reality and that's going to change things for them whether you like it or not. You know, it's it's real life now. And you have to make sure like, okay, did I go too far? And also safe words, like having safe words during sessions. Um, mm-hmm. Like a popular one is um, red light for stop. You can say red for mm-hmm. stop, like yellow for like, okay, this is okay. I'm not so sure we can keep going. And green is like, please like keep going, you know? Okay. So it's important to use safe words. It could be anything like pineapple or like banana. It doesn't <laughs> matter. It, your safe word just means well, as soon as you say that everything stops you okay. know? so it's important to implement safe words during BDSM and communicate with your partner and also aftercare like whoever has the dominant role has responsibility for aftercare it doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man or you're trans or anything else in between you have to have aftercare if you're inflicting some kind of putting some person in a submissive space okay yeah alright cool now, um, you did talk about um, the dominatrix, which yes. would be where we're going next. Um, so I know that when we spoke previously that you told me that you yourself were a dominatrix. Yes. Now, what what comes with that? Like what 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 exactly, I guess, would be I guess if you had to put it. As a as a thing, what would be your job title? Like, what would be your roles? <laughs> um, I call myself a pleasure curator. Okay, so. that sounds that sounds fancy. 
<laughs> yes, I am a very sensual person, so my style of domination is very sensual. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some things I would do, there's just some things I wouldn't do. Um, I think everybody has their boundaries, those are just my boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, I think to be a dominatrix, first of all, you have to have an open mind. Mm-hmm. That is so key. You cannot be judgmental about anything, you mm-hmm. know? You have to have an open mind. You have to feel very confident about yourself. You have to know you're the most beautiful person, like, ever. Like, honestly, you really have to embody that, you know, act the shit energy. Like, you have to be like, yo, like, you just have to love yourself. And it it radiates, you know, like, there's something about a woman who carries herself with confidence. And I think a lot of men see that they can can spot it, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I think a man who is naturally submissive or someone who wants to experience submissiveness is turned on by a woman owning her feminine energy. Okay. And that's really what being a dominatrix is about owning your feminine energy and understanding that it doesn't have to be submissive to a masculine. It could be equal. Okay. You know? Right. So yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, um I don't know, like I used to uh again, like I think with everything we all have our prejudices about things. And mine used to be like, I don't know, like, I don't know if it was something that, you know, I used to see on like TV or whatever, but I always thought like, you know, a dominatrix was like this lady who dressed up in like full leather with whips and high heels. And (laughs) (laughs) you know what it was? I saw, um, I saw the movie. Say, Say that again. I'm the opposite of that kind of. I'm like a flower wearing. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I will whip you in like my flowery lingerie. Oh, like, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, I think my introduction to it was, uh, I think, was it How to Be a Player? Okay. It might have been. It might have been How to Be a Player. But I know it was a. Uh, um, it was. It was something like that, and I think she. I thought. I, I remember her being in leather leather and a whip or something like that but uh that was that was like my first introduction to it so it's just it's cool to know that like nothing that you thought was what it was is what it was so it's like when you, yeah when you it's personal expression yeah when you dive into stuff it's it's, it's totally different yeah totally different um <laughs> sorry go ahead for the sorry i'm mm-hmm. just gonna say for the latex and like the whips and chains and all uh-huh. that um it's sexy though like think about it there's something very sexy about shiny things especially shiny and with latex it's it essentially it's like wearing a glove you know Mm -hmm. and that kind of sex it's very sexy i don't know personally so i think that's why a lot of like dominatrix um well doms get into latex just looks really authoritative and like okay I'm not here to take any of your shit. Kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, leather. Beat your ass in some leather. That's that's what it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, that's cool. I see it. Um. So, um, one of the next ones, and I and I've and it's one of the ones that I've seen pop up recently, like a lot, um, where people are talking about uh, cream pies. Okay. Um. <laughs> Uh, my first introduction to cream pies was uh was porn, of course. Yes. So, so I didn't I didn't know what the hell it was. So I'm just clicking on shit. Next thing you know, I, I find out. Okay, boom. That that's what a cream pie is. And um, you know, it. I think it's something that people just people always used to do, and they never had a name for it until somebody actually came up with a name for it. Um, okay, so just to be clear, uh-huh. a cream pie is when a man comes in a vagina and the right. woman squeezes the cum out of her pussy. Yes. Correct. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, so I think what happened, um, I think I was in like a, a Twitter thread. And um, <laughs> I mean, I just, did, I really did not know this many people were into it. And I was just like, you see, you see women commenting on it. You see men commenting on it. And it was just like, I was just like, oh, damn. Okay. Well, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I personally, I've done it twice. Um, but it's scary as shit because if, if, if the woman is not on birth control, I mean, well, even if she is, you, you're still putting yourself at, you know, risk. It's, it's a, it's a possibility. And plus, it's also, I, I, I don't know, um, I think I read about it being, you know, a possibility of a yeast infection or, you know, you know, a, um, 
uh, UTI, you know, if if I guess if the the pH, you know, gets off balance. Okay. So, um, so I don't know if that I don't know if that's a common thing. I just read that it's a possibility. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, but that's what everything. That's 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 what everything. So it's like if you you know if that's if you know. <laughs> but um, it was just it was just interesting to see that a lot of people were really into it. Um, I think just people don't like to admit that they like to look at vaginas. Well, that too. Like, uh, I, I, yeah. Vagina pussies are very pretty. They are. You know? They are. Like, so come coming out of pussy, and I think risk is also something that's a turn on for people. The risk factor of things like knowing that this could go oh, yeah. wrong, but it feels <laughs> yeah. so good right now. And I can't stop myself, and I'm just gonna like do it. That's know? that's what it was for me. That, that's yeah. that's what it was for me. It was like the risk factor was it was there, and it just yeah. I was like, all right, well, well, hell, like, let's do it. Um, but this is one of those things where it's like, I'm sorry. There's a fetish, like there's also a breeding fetish. Like um, okay. I don't know if you've seen um, like breeding porn. I have not. Have you? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, is that uh, is that where they have actual like sex with pregnant women, or am I totally wrong? Well, no, it's it's basically in the the whole point of it is like playing up the fact that like she could get pregnant. Oh, and, okay. And the man is like, he's he's. I can't explain it. Uh-huh. He's very aware of the fact that his seed could get her pregnant, and he wants to like cream pie her. And okay, it's just the idea of like pregnancy and fucking someone to get pregnant. That's what breeding porn is. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. I uh, I haven't I haven't come across that one. Um, I I haven't come across that one yet. But I I I do know like I see like cream pie all the time so it's like i'm just like oh okay well you know that i didn't because in all honesty like when it happened like i didn't even know like that's what it was called <laughs> so it's like so it's like oh okay that's 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 the name of it so that's that's the act that i did but um but yeah it was it was very interesting to see that that that's was that's what is popular <laughs> um so another one that was uh that was really interesting was lactation. Um, yes. So um, <laughs> I was not under the belief that a woman could produce breast milk without being pregnant. I this didn't know that. I did not know that a woman could produce <laughs> breast milk without being pregnant. That um that that surprised me. It really did. Um, Let me just use this opportunity to say, women are divine beings. We are goddesses. Yeah, I, I, okay. I, I, I get that to you. I get, I will definitely give that to you because, uh, y'all, you're you're. There's so much mystery, I believe, to the woman herself that men are just breaking the surface of so it's like you know if you're not actually exploring your lady or you're not you know taking time to to learn her you're gonna miss out on some stuff because just just doing what i'm doing now i'm learning i'm learning so many different things and like i said that was one that was one of the things like i did not know i did not know that that was possible but As a, and you know, here's mm-hmm. the thing. I think a lot of women have this kink of um, like loving their breasts and nipples played with and sucked on. Mm-hmm. But because it's associated, the breast is usually associated with motherhood, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's a very taboo topic. It's like even women who enjoy breastfeeding, they shouldn't enjoy breastfeeding because it's like, oh, you're sexualizing it and like you're making it an infantilism thing. Like you're you're sexualizing babies, and it's not even about that at right. all. I think taking control of your breast. The breast is like one of the over mostly overlooked part of the body, I mm-hmm. think, for women. Like men like to like touch it and like, you know, grab at it and like, you know, jiggle it around. But attention is not really paid to it. You mm-hmm. understand? Women need that. And when you've ex- ever experienced a nipple orgasm, mm-hmm. your life would never be the same ever again. Let me just tell you. <laughs> it just it just will not, you know, and 
for me, um, lactation started because I don't have any kids, and this really started for me like um, I wanted bigger tits. Like really, I've always I love women with big tits, mm-hmm. and I I was uh, like a thirty four C when I started my journey, and I was really looking into taking herbs and like doing massages like regularly to increase my breath size. And eventually taking those herbs during the massages, like one day I was doing my massage and like there was just a squirt of water that came out. It was like clear liquid and I was like, Oh, like what is this? You know, like <laughs> I was so interested. Is this TMI? I don't no, 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 no. <laughs> and it was just so fascinating to me, like this is a strange feeling and it felt good, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I looked into it and it was like this is how breast milk starts and okay. really what it is is the constant I guess um, playing with the boobs and like you know like massaging it and just like touching it and paying attention to it will eventually lead to that so mm-hmm. I looked into taking herbs that would lead to lactation and just like kept taking that because I was like listen if big, it just made sense like I want big boobs mm-hmm. if boobs are filled with milk they're bigger okay done it was really that simple for me and it was like, okay, and I want men to pay more attention to my kids because I feel like if I'm having sex with a guy and all of a sudden I shoot milk, he's like, oh my God, you know, and like all of a sudden his tits, his mouth is on my tits, like most of the time, hopefully. Okay. So like, I just figured, okay, this feels good for me. It turns me on. It's mm-hmm. very sexy, even like walking around and about and like feeling like a, a quick reminder that, hey, you have milk in your boobs and you have to pump soon because you have to empty them soon. You know, it's it's very feminine to me. And gotcha. the idea of, like, I can nurture somebody with this, mm-hmm. literally, gotcha. it's, it's very sexy, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, um... I like I was I was I was speaking with one of my boys about um, when he was on the show. I was I was letting him know like I I had been an ass man my my entire life, and then like I I it wasn't that I I discovered you know boobs, but I I just I I really I really started paying more attention to breast, and um <laughs> it was just one of those things where I was like. I, I really like these. I really, I really am happy with these. <laughs> I was like a kid in a candy store. I was just like, all right, uh, you know. Um, really, the breast, like breasts, really are comforting. Really, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of men run away from how comforting they are because they might just enjoy them a little oh, bit too uh, much. Listen, I'm gonna tell you like this, fellas. You bet. Enjoy them. Enjoy yeah, them. Good. You know, rub them, touch them, lick, and, massage and them. Ladies, if oh, yeah. you enjoy your boobs played with, communicate. Tell the men to suck on your titties more. Yeah, yeah, do that. Because you know? yeah, that it's. I I think it's honestly. I honestly think it's the the sexiest thing in the world when a woman commands what she wants done to her body. Yeah. Because it's like you know, a lot of times. I mean, let's just face it. Guys aren't. We aren't the most. Um, I want to say I want to say not intelligent, but you sometimes you got to walk us to it. Like sometimes you got to, you know, because we are. We're very. I want to say like. We we like to we like to go off our instincts, but sometimes our instincts are wrong. So it's like sometimes we got to know, you know, hey, like this is what I this is what I want done this is what I like. This is what I want you to do. This, this is what I'm asking of you. So it's like, you know, if we have those instructions, if we have that, that pathway to where you want us to go, we'll get there. But yeah. you know, sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta let us know. Yeah. We have to be patient with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're patient, we, we, well, some of us, I ain't gonna say all of us, but, <laughs> but some of us will get it right. Um, but, but, uh, but yeah, that that was um, it was very it was very um, very interesting, um, to learn. So that was cool. Um, the next thing, I um, I stumbled across this a lot when it um when it came to porn, and I never actually clicked on it until I actually did. Okay. <laughs> it was so, it was so different, and it was like I couldn't look away. What is it? Uh, cuckolding. <gasps> yeah. And um, mm-hmm. 
yeah, it was, it was one of those things where I was just like, is he really going to let him just, just, he do that right in front, just, uh, that's, that's your wife, man, what are you doing, like, you know, she just talking shit to him and stuff like that, and I was like, oh my god, this is so, this is so, this is so weird, but it's like, I just couldn't, I, it was so, it was so different for me that I just, I couldn't, I couldn't look away, I was just like, I was like, oh, somebody really thinks, like, they like this, this is, this is, this is something that they really like, and I was just like, I guess I just I don't I couldn't be it, but I I can I can see. I guess I I, I don't know like I guess the kink for that would be like humiliation. Uh yes and no, but also I think it's it's a woman. Okay, it's appreciation of a woman who's entirely in her sexual energy and owns mm-hmm. her shit basically. Mm-hmm. Because to be a cuckold is a woman basically telling you you're not enough. You can't physically satisfy me, right. and I need other men uh-huh. that are better than you to satisfy me. Right. And that's damn. That's fucked up. <laughs> it's, very, it's very true. That's what a cuckold pretty much is. Right. You know? and, if you can't satisfy your wife for a man, it's a very it's a very humiliating thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I guess it goes into humiliation, but it's also an aspect of submission uh-huh. where she is sexually in control. Uh, usually, sometimes cuckolding includes wearing a chastity cage. Yeah, where I saw that part. Locks up his dick. Mm-hmm. Have you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she keeps the keys to the day, to oh. the to the cage, basically. Oh, you know, so it's a woman owning the the penis, and he's in complete, you know, submission to her. And uh-huh. She doesn't care if he's humiliated or not. She's going to right. get her nut. You know? Right. Uh, yeah. I, I, she definitely got. She definitely did that. I was just like, I was like, shit. Like, this is. Yeah. I, f- I felt bad for the man, like, but he he had no problem with it. He was just sitting there enjoying it, I guess. So I was yeah, like, oh, okay. It, it's important to acknowledge that there are different kinds of cuckolds. Okay, mm-hmm. not not every cuckold is going to be okay with like a woman talking shit to him and mm-hmm. all that. There are also alpha cuckolds who mm-hmm. are who understand that women are multi orgasmic beings. Mm-hmm. First of all, we are we can come so many times and like get tired, but men are one shot shooters, unfortunately. Yeah. And, yeah, it's true, and it's it's nature that made it like that, and it's kind of good because women we have that energy to expand, you know. So if a man realizes if he's an alpha male, and he just realizes I'm with a very sexual woman, mm-hmm. and she needs dick, and I am going to provide for her because I like to provide for her, make sure she's happy mm-hmm. in all aspects. It doesn't matter if this is like sexual or anything. This is what she needs, and I'm going to arrange for her to fuck stay five guys in one night, oh, and she's going to be happy. And I'm going to watch her enjoy herself, and maybe afterwards I get to fuck her. You know, it's like oh, wow. I think it's a very thoughtful way of putting your partner's needs ahead of yours. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what we're going to call it. I, I feel it. I just for me, ideally, that would be like a Listen, I, I'm gonna tell you like this. I don't think I could ever. I don't think I could ever be that that thoughtful. Like I don't That's think I. Okay. I don't, Not everyone's <laughs> the same, but yeah. there are men out there who are right who can't understand that and appreciate that about a woman. You know, I get it. And instead, because society, let's face it, like the world will always try to like dim like you know put out the sexual flames of women. Like mm-hmm. if you're not playing according to like patriarchal standards or like you know being like oh like either the virgin or the whore persona, like you're not going to be accepted. So if a man can create a safe space for his woman to be like, hey, I like dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't mean I love you any less, you know, I just like to have sex. And Understood. for him to be able to create that safe space for her and provide that for her is really priceless. Now so, is that techni- so would that technically be an open relationship? Or is yes. that Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, now I did see uh, there was a um, a female version of this, which is called Cut Queen. Is that well, correct? Really? Where yeah. she's not allowed to fuck? I, I have no clue. I um I didn't dive too far into it. I didn't dive too far into it, but um I saw that it was um I saw that it was there. I saw I looked up the male version of it. Like to to kind of research yeah, that. Are you, are you talking about cuckoldress? No, there was uh, it was cuck. I think queen. I think it's Q U Q U E A N. Okay, no, I've never heard of that. 
Yeah, so they they were like that's the um that's the uh the female version of the male um cuckolding. So I I mean I want I'm probably going to look it up more but that was that was I was um that was kind of interesting cuz I was like I was like wondering like how would that how would that work? How would that work? Yeah, um, I guess the women love pining after men that they can't have, right? Mm, no, I could that could um, be it. I think they do like things that they can't have, so maybe it could be that aspect of things like he won't let me fuck him but he's fucking other women yeah that could be it that that, that could be it i don't i don't know i will have to i'm gonna have to look that up and see now um when it comes to when it comes to the humiliation part of it i've actually never seen i've never seen it done to done to a woman okay so like i i don't know if it if it's the same parameters as far as like I, I, don't. I don't think so. I don't think it's the same parameters. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes to humiliation, it's a very, very, very easy for a woman to humiliate a man because you're not only talking about like sexual things. You can like some some men and their egos. Men have more attachment to their egos than women do. You know, so if you're humiliating a man, he's like, oh, your dick is small. You know, mm-hmm. that could really piss a man off. Versus like, <laughs> you tell a woman, oh, your ass is small. It's like, oh, okay. Like, right. There's nothing I can do about it. Like, she might freak out, but like, it wouldn't be that serious. But men take that personally. So humiliation is that aspect of like, somebody disrespects you so much and you're turned on by the fact that they have the balls to tell you this. You know, okay. people who usually who like humiliation are people who are in high like statuses in your jobs or yeah like, i saw that like yeah. guys paying like yeah. paying like you know thousands of dollars to have like somebody like tell them they ain't shit yeah i said yo look check this out bro i'll tell, I'll tell you i'll tell you all day you ain't shit homie. i will i will write out a paragraph worth of shit to tell you like hey you gonna you gonna pay for that? I will, hey, listen, I will call you the worst thing in the world over and over. Yeah, See. I I had a humiliation scene once, and I made the guy cry, and I didn't oh, feel wow. good about it, so mm. I don't do humiliation anymore. Okay, because yes. he cried so bad, and I knew like I I hit a nerve, you know. Oh. I was like, oh shit, yeah, it was. He took it personally. I was just like playing, but it was personal. Oh, oh. yeah, that's. I guess I mean what people. You know, sometimes I mean, you get what you ask for, so you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so the next thing we're gonna go into is uh, voyeurism. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, that's um. It's definitely. I think that's definitely a popular one. Um, just watching people like liking to watch people have sex. I think. I think that's. I think that's everybody though, especially if you're a porn watcher, but. Mm-hmm. Watching it in, I think watching it live is yeah. totally different. It is different. Um, have, you ever, have you ever been to a sex club before? I haven't. I have not. I've been to a party where sex started happening. Um, okay. Was everybody <laughs> having sex there? Or uh, like- yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty oh. much, pretty, pretty much. Uh, it, uh, it all, everything starts off with either truth or dare, or like some other yeah, shit, and then next thing you know. Okay. Yeah, next thing you know, everybody having sex. <laughs> it was just like it was just one. Of, it was one of those things where it was just like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I ain't gonna look away. I guess I ain't gonna look away. I just, you just okay. That's that's what we doing. So I, I, I feel like I feel like a lot of people have been in that that position though. Um, and um, I mean, it's happened. It's happened at a party and it happened in private as well. Um, you know. Uh, uh, one of a friend of mine and her girlfriend, they were having sex, and she asked if I wanted to watch, and I said, "Yeah." <laughs> so, so I mean, I think, I think, I guess, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if it's, I, I, I've looked at it more so as a, a very popular, a popular kink, um, because I feel like everybody has had that moment where they've, they've been somewhere or been in a situation where they have you know watched somebody have sex and i don't know if it's i don't know if it's a um because i don't think you always have to like make it sexual for yourself as in you know touch yourself or you can just enjoy the sight you know yeah really it doesn't have to be sexual it could just be entertaining like okay Mm -hmm. this is cool yeah 
Yeah, yeah that's how I felt. Like, when I went to the sex club, um, mm-hmm. like, I like watching people have sex because it's, like, it's just like watching TV for me. It's not like... Okay. It's not. It doesn't turn me on. Now, if it depends on the people having sex, also. But like, gotcha. you know, I wasn't turned on by that. But I just thought, oh, that's interesting. And like watching her face and like her reactions to like what he was doing to her mm-hmm. was. It was just interesting to see that in real life versus right. on the computer. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. Now I know. Um. I know that they have. Um, like what was what was crazy? I had somebody ask me about like you know if, they, if I knew where they can um, find a party like that, and I was just like, I don't really think we had them where I was. You know, um, I know there there's like I, I know they're pretty popular in like Vegas, um, and like just just here and there. Uh, but I know like it's more so it's more so a popular a popular thing where I guess the the laws are a little uh, less strict. Yeah. So you know you don't have. Or 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 you have people that throw the parties themselves, mm-hmm. and you that's also have, like swinger parties. Yes, well, yeah, that's also a big thing with voyeurism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, I I got invited to a uh, to a swingers party. I never went though. Um, I don't know. It was just I was like, uh, I'm not really. I I mean, for one, I really I really didn't have anybody to go with. And for two hours, I was like, "Yeah, you can't really show up at a swingers party by yourself." So, no. so I was like, "So I was like, yeah, uh, nah, nah, maybe another lifetime." <laughs> uh, so, um, so the next thing, um, wax play. Wax play. So candles. Super painful. It, I, 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 yeah, yeah. People, you know, like burning candles and then letting it letting the wax drip on them um now i have i have heard that it's i think it's the i i don't know if it's the burning sensation of the wax but it's the i think the effect of peeling it off that's that's the more um more enticing part of it i think it's both probably. Uh, yeah could be um but i mean i i don't know i've never I, I haven't watched it, so I haven't watched it be actually performed. Mm-hmm. I just saw it as like interesting, like oh okay, like you pour a candle on somebody and then, you know, yeah, I can see it. Um, <laughs> uh, I just I know because like when I go to the sex store, I know what I'm usually going for, but I yeah. always seem to like find myself looking around. And when you, you know, when you look around at things like you, you tend to find that thing that you just, it pops out at your eye and you're just like, oh, I wasn't really looking for that, but that's very interesting. And I think that, you know, that's one of those, that's one of those things that like, you know, you see a candle and you're like, well, it's not, it's not a, um, it's not a candle that you light and it has a scent to it. It's a candle for, for play. Yeah. So it's like. So it's like it's, it's pretty cool. Have you ever seen those candles that turn into massage oil? I haven't. Yeah, there's some of those. That's pretty cool. So it's so do you? So you just I guess hold it over your partner and you light the candle and it burns into a massage oil. Yeah, you basically just pour it over them and like you like rub it over them and it melts. Oh okay, that sounds that sounds kind of cool. <laughs> that sounds kind of cool. I might I might. Might be interested in trying that one. Um, now, this one I um, edge play, uh, edging. Yes, edging. Um, which is very interesting because I feel like you can do. I feel like you can do edging yourself. Like I feel like I feel like you can definitely do it yourself. But I think it's I think it's very different when you have somebody tell you when you're about to come and when you can come. Um, I, I feel like, I feel like, you know, if, if there's a, if there's a situation where, you know, you have all the control in the world and now you had that control taken away, it's, it's, I don't, I don't want to say it's, it's, it's a dominant submissive thing, 
but I, I mean, I feel like it does play into it. And I think it does have some aspect of domination in there. Yeah. Um, Maybe not submissiveness, really. Right, right. Yeah. But definitely, definitely, because I think you definitely have to have to be a dominant person to to perform this. Because if you if you're not strong enough to to like, I guess command somebody, then they're not really gonna they're not really gonna pay attention to you. Yeah, I think edging is not really about commanding somebody when to come. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's more like jerk, like dominant jerking off. Edging is okay. Like okay, whenever I perform edging, I always communicate with the person and tell them if you feel like you're about to come, tell me, and I'm just gonna stop. Mm-hmm. Now, and the truth is, these people or whoever wants to feel edged wants to experience a proper edging, so they will communicate and be like, "Hey." So close, I'm about to come, you know, mm-hmm. and you just stop doing everything you're doing. You don't let them finish, mm-hmm. and then you let it. You let them cool down, like let the juices, like you know, rain it back in a little bit, and then you start <laughs> all over again. And then you take them back there, bring them back. Eventually, I think as as a woman, you can tell when a man is about to come. Mm-hmm. So you, 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 the person doesn't have to keep telling you, like he can pick up on it. But mm-hmm. I think the first time you have to be like, hey, like let me know, you know. Okay. Then, yeah eventually you talk about is uh the group sex okay so i didn't know that this was actually a kink um but i guess i guess it would be if you you know you want you always wanted to, you just always want to have sex with multiple people now yeah. is it is it is it a thing of always or is it just something that you really really like for me no no i'm saying like so for instance let's say that you know you just like to have it every now and then like would it be considered your kink or would it just be something like that you're really that you're really into or is it something that you have to like a lot like you gotta that's all you want to do like you you uh, can't no, have regular I, sex no all kings have a spectrum you mm-hmm. know you're not always going to be into something 24 7 mm-hmm. like really um I, I don't always want to play with my books every day mm-hmm. it's just what it is you know so gotcha. no i don't think it has to be 100 percent into it like so people have that as a lifestyle they practice polyamory mm-hmm. and like in their polyamorous relationship they might be having group sex we don't know mm-hmm. but that's an aspect of it other people it could be just say like look i just like fucking people as a group and i'm just gonna go to this orgy you know every three <laughs> right. months and like organize that then right. okay yeah, gotcha. for some people it could be a once in a lifetime thing and they keep like wanting it but it never happens again because that is something that you have to trust the people you're sharing fluids you know like right, right, right. it's always very risky with transmission of STDs because right. unless you're switching condoms in between fucking different people I don't know how that's gonna be safe sex that's not safe sex yeah yeah, yeah. that's um that's definitely I mean, that's definitely one of the things like I've always I've always looked at when it comes to like orgies and group sex. Like for like. I don't I don't know if people are like fully, fully swapping out, you know, you know, condoms or like I've seen I've seen stuff where I don't know. um, Is it I think um, I think Pornhub might have might have had a uh, it was like a group sex show or something like that. 
Like they had a show where like the people were it might have been Playboy. Um, but they had like people um on there and like they were they were all having like orgies and stuff like that. And um they were like random regular people and I don't know if they were using protection or not. But it was just like it was like that's yeah, that's definitely like that's definitely high risk. Like even if you even if you have somebody that just got, you know, tested, like it's it's definitely like it's one of those things where it's more it's I, I feel like it's more fantasy than reality for some people. Um but it is a reality for some for, for somebody who is really into it. And like you said, they do it let's say they do it every three months. Like I just feel like it's yeah, it's it's, it's a risk. It's a it's a high risk it's a high risk kink. It's a high risk behavior. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. So um I don't know if you're familiar with my my segment of the toy box, but I I I try to include I try to include like things from the from the from the topics. So um, this week, oh, cool. thank you, thank you. <laughs> so this week, from I'm gonna um I'm gonna talk about three from this website that I got introduced by somebody else. Um, the the owner is based out of Chicago. It's called Sharday Collections. Um, and she has like some really cool things on there. Um, I went on there multiple times and, and looked at things. I, I found um, I found this thing called uh, for Connect Foreplay or Foreplay con- Connect for Foreplay. I forgot I forgot the name of it, but it's so it's so cool that I I like I said, I that was just one of the places that I never really shop in the sex store. I never really go over towards the games. And just seeing that was just kind of cool. Cause I was just like, I feel like a lot of people have problems with foreplay and that's the easiest way to to bring yourself into foreplay is to get a game that forces you to use foreplay. Yeah, it's like an icebreaker. Right, right. But that was another show. Today, I'm going to be talking about mainly BDSM toys or, you know, things. So the first thing is called, it's a um, locking lace gag ball. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this one actually is a gag ball, but it also has a lock for your partner. So I would I would say you would you would probably want to do that with somebody that you trust, because um, I, I feel like anything that locks or you know a person has a key to, you always want to do that with somebody that you trust. Like yeah. it's just not a it's just not a random oh, yo I got this sex toy I want to use and yeah if you don't trust that person a hundred percent then it's not gonna be a fun experience for you because I can only imagine you know the thoughts going to your head when somebody handcuffs handcuffs you to the bed. And you that's know, such you a know. turn on. That's such a turn on, mm-hmm. though. Like, mm-hmm. I've never heard of a locked up ball gag, and that mm-hmm. is such a turn on. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I saw that's it, and I was like, I was like, it's kind of, that's kind of different. That's 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 unique. Um, and I also, also one of my, one of my favorite things that I've I've recently come across have been crops. Um, uh-huh. I didn't know about them. Like, I want to save. Or I learned, I want to say I found out about them about a year and a half ago. Okay. Um, but the one that they have is called the, the slender impulse crop. And it's, um, it's kind of, it's kind of, um, it's slim. Uh, and it gives like that little, that little pop to it. So it's like, it's something that you can, you know, it's not overbearing. Okay. And, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you can like, I guess you could, I guess you could, you know, like body play with it. Like I haven't, I haven't been able to use one yet and I really want to, I really want to use one. Um, it's, it's one of those things that you use for impact play. Mm-hmm. Like say if you, you being a dominant, right? A great scenario would be if you're with a woman, um, role playing that maybe she's been bad. She's she's not been texting you or something, okay. you know, or she's not been acting right. She's been giving you some lip. Okay, you know, you, if she's into being spanked, you could just be like, you know, come over here, take off your panties, you know, 
put your ass over my knee and or you could just tell her to like put her ass in the air and lightly spank her with it and just watch her get wet at you mm-hmm. taking control of the situation you putting her in her submissive space you know not being afraid to take that authority and also giving her pleasure while making your point known you know okay that sounds that, that does sound that does sound interesting it does sound interesting i i, I can tell you that i hmm. <laughs> definitely gotta definitely gotta try that um so the the last toy well i guess it, i don't know if it would be considered a toy but it was it's it's the last object we're going to talk about is the uh sinful nylon rope so okay. like i like you were like you were saying earlier nylon is the best one to use when it comes yes. to bondage um and it's one of those things i think this one actually is more an intro to bondage like type of deal so i don't know if like there's because i I mean i guess you have the the people that are professionals at it so i don't know i've never purchased it does it does it come with instructions or does it like (laughs) (laughs) well maybe sometimes it might give you like simple not instructions but a great Uh way to learn is with youtube a lot of people put up like youtube videos and like how to tie people up which is weird i know or like Mm -hmm. um on porn you can find maybe some instruction videos as well okay but um nylon rope is the best rope because when you're tying someone with rope you have to think about the marks on your skin if you use like rope like jute or something really like harsh fiber Mm -hmm. you're going to leave marks and like scratches on the person and you could also stop blood flow and you also have to think about the knots like how tight you're tying the knots because if anything goes wrong this could also be a risky situation say you're right. fucking in a certain position and you turn a certain way and they snap something but it's true it happens you have to be able to take get get those nuts out immediately mm-hmm. so another good thing is always have like um safety chairs like safety scissors around if anything goes wrong and like it's asap if the person that needs to get out you can cut them out of it but also you need to have like good rope which is the nylon rope mm-hmm. to un- undo the knots. Like it holds it tight enough, but also un- like loosens up easily as well. So you hear that, people? Be careful, because what you don't want to have is you don't want to have. You know, you got to go to the doctor, and you know, you got to explain that story <laughs> that you that you don't broke your damn arm being nasty. <laughs> so, so you know, just just be careful out there, and you use the tips and and stuff. Follow instructions. Get some scissors. Yes, and, and get the nylon rope from Sade's store. Yes, okay? head yeah. over to Sade's collections and get yeah. yourself some some nylon rope. Get you a gag ball and have a damn ball. Have a wonderful time. <laughs> have fun. Have orgasms. Everybody have orgasms. I, 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 I feel that too. I feel like yeah, everybody will smile a lot more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much, ma'am, for for coming in and sharing your sharing yourself with us um thank you so much for having me this was so much fun definitely definitely um if you want you can let the people know i know you um i know you have an OnlyFans page so if you want to give that information out real quick sure my OnlyFans page is at it's onlyfans.com forward slash luna underscore wild and that's wild with a y so w y LD and that is also my Twitter name at Luna Wild on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> All right, ma'am. Well, thank you for joining us once again. I appreciate you coming on and being open. Um, this is a place of judgment free everything. So I appreciate you for being open and honest with us. Um, you have a great night. You too. All right. I want to thank y'all again for listening to the Bearded Throne Podcast. I have been your host, Nayar Rashad. Peace, blessings, and love. Until next time.